It's Tips from the Top for episode 911 for August the 3rd, 2022. Tips from the top, from the top floor. Tips from the top, all right, from the top floor. Hey, hello, welcome. It is Chris. This is Tips from the Top Floor, the longest running, longest running photography podcast on the planet. Um, good to be back. It is episode 911 and uh, I have, yeah, a nice mix of things that are at the periphery of photography as usual. Um, let's kick it off with infrared and especially with a the James Webb telescope because I lately, I'm, 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 I'm a fan. I'm such a fan. And uh, uh, it is interesting to see um, what it can see because, well, it does infrared photography and infrared. And, and yes, it's photography. There's a sensor in there and uh, the sensor is very, very, um, very, very sensitive in the infrared uh, part of the spectrum. That part that we can't really see with our eyes. And uh, it's, it's, it's so it is cooled down to, I don't even know. 7 Kelvin, something, anyway, very, very low, so that it can detect these minute infrared traces that happen when things expand very fast. There's a so-called redshift, and it shifts into the red and then into the infrared. And um, there's this one picture, I found this, I don't even know, I think on Reddit or somewhere, and it's it's just mind-blowing because, because it compares NGC 7496, that's a galaxy, and it compares that with Hubble's picture of that. And Hubble's picture is already impressive. And then it uh, fades over to the infrared version. And then all of a sudden, in the areas of that picture where you um, where you didn't see much because those were uh, obscured by gas and dust, um, those then show to be... then Those light up brightly and show to be star cradles, which, yeah, very, very cool. Um, in that context, there's a nice XKCD comic strip. Um, you know XK. Well, you might know XKCD. Nerds know XKCD. Um, Randall Munro, and he has a very uh, nice take on a lot of things. Um, he wrote. Well, he, did, he made a comic strip of um, three panels. Just click on the link in the description. Um, but pretty much, they. He says they say the best camera is the one you have with you. It turns out. They are wrong. And then uh, <clears throat> puts a picture of the James Webb telescope there. Yeah, it's it's kind of the best camera in some respects. Of course, um, I wouldn't want to do street photography with it, but it it's impressive. One more uh, thing from uh, James Webb, uh, and that and that is uh, interesting in, of it, in and of itself because it has to do with resolution and things because um, the, the comparisons that you see between mostly Hubble and James Webb is uh, resolution comparisons. And we've seen those first images and uh, a few more since that are all very impressive. And uh, someone put together a zoomable view of uh, the Stefan's Quintet uh, galaxies. There's a set of five galaxies and um, they made it like zoomable inside a viewer in a browser um, for the very simple reason that the picture in itself is 12,654 times 12,132 pixels. That's 153 megapixels. And um, it's definitely a composite of sorts, but uh, it's impressive to see uh, 
to see these kind of things. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Photography. So I have uh, a good friend, John Miller. You probably know him if you've been listening to this show for more than <laughs> just a few weeks. Um, and John and I, we go back and forth on various things online. And we, we just, just the other day, we had an interesting uh, little discussion. Uh, it started off with uh, a quick look at the Insta360, their new one-inch edition, Insta360 One RS, which is one of these 360-degree cameras. Um, very good one. I think probably among the best ones at that. And that was in the context of me uh, trying to figure out a good solution that uh, for, for the Eastern European road trip documentation or vlogging about that. And um, here's the here's the discussion that came out of that. So um, uh, we 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 start off on the technical side, and John asked me, he's like he's been eyeing it as a, as he's curious about the low light performance. It's a one inch sensor, even though they're not really one inch. So I'm asking, but is it truly one inch? And he looks at it and uh, at a picture and says it's it's bulkier than the 361 X and X2, which is the earlier models. Um, and then I talk about the me going the opposite way for my upcoming Eastern Europe trip vlog, um, which, if you watch the the vlog uh, videos, is iPhone only, but in a very interesting way because it's two cameras in two directions filming at the same time, and then I edit it on the iPhone, put it all together. Um, it's a it's a low uh, it's a it's a low. Uh, low that's not even a low tech approach because there's a heck of a tech in these iPhones, but it's an approach. Um, a minim a minimum approach, a minimalist approach. I think that's the right term. So I, I'm putting that together all on the iPhone. It's it's a good exercise. It's tech. The technology is is there, and I and I don't have to buy a new expensive device because um, at this point I'd <clears throat> I'd rather keep my keep my uh, finances under under good control. So. Um, and the, and the goal I have, and, I, and I, we're still in that discussion, is I said I, I, my goal is under twenty minutes of post production per video, while still being while it still be is presentable, and on the iPhone, and then we, we go back and forth, and um, then uh, for and then uh, of the uh, it, it's the, the discussion switches over to. Uh, more of a philosophical one because John then says my dream is to push that even further one day to a trip without feeling the need to document and just be 100% present in the moment <clears throat> he's putting a smiley behind it so that's kind of yeah tongue-in-cheek but um, so my answer is that's preposterous nobody can afford so much luxury these days um, and then uh, John says the, I think the key sentence here um I'm sitting on the deck at the cottage up in Maine right now. I keep thinking, how can I take photos of this to make people realize how wonderful it is up here? Heidi and I, that's his wife, uh, were talking about this yesterday. You take a photo and it looks like garbage. Then we realize that the magic is 90% the smell of the air. At dinner, my aunt has been burning at dinner, my aunt has been burning balsam incense sticks to keep the mosquitoes away. It gives me a very powerful sense of being in Tibet or in the Kumbu, which is 
up in Nepal. I mean, total visceral, totally visceral. When the technology arrives to smell as metadata, then I'll probably drag it out to Everest again, like with the 3D and the 360, and film some more material. So <clears throat> I've, I sat there thinking about that, the being there, the... Um, the, and how limited photography can be. And um, so I, I came back with uh, every improvement in capture and playback fidelity will make it more real for the recipient. We're slowly inching forward, but still only somewhat poorly capture and reproduce two senses. That being vision and, and, uh, and acoustics. Until then, the job of photographers and videographers will be to fill in the blanks with skill and knowledge about how to dock with the recipient's neurons in a way that yields the maximum result at the moment. And yeah, that's a, that, that was one of those realizations that I, I, I kind of knew this, but uh, uh, just thinking about this uh, again, we do only cover very limited senses as photographers um as videographers one additional sense as photographers well it's just a snapshot of the moment and it is interesting to 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 think about the implications of that because you have you have well if you want your photos to click with the recipient if you want them to go oh that's awesome then you will have to fill in those blanks that are there by a lot of the senses not being in a photo and uh, I think that's where the real challenge lies if you want your photography to click um, well first of all in adding those senses you, you will have to replace certain things with certain other things and there's not a fixed recipe there that is something that you will need experience for uh, but also it helps to know who the recipient is because if you want to to click if you want that if you want that photo to click into a receptor it's almost like drugs you know you have a drug and then you have receptors in a brain and in organs and so on and if those drugs uh, fit well into those receptors then they can do their work and with a photo it is i i think it's similar because the, everyone has receptors and those receptors are uh, and and we're talking stylistic receptors we're talking content uh receptors and and each person's receptors are different they might be they might have a general um they might be generally informed by the culture they grew up in the part of earth they grew up grew up in the the community they grew up in and so on but um then everyone's individual receptors are um are different I'm forming this thought as I talk. This is not scripted, so hmm, I'd have to think more about this. This is this is an interesting way of looking at it. Drugs and receptors. Maybe maybe there's something to that. So yeah, I'll I'll think a bit more about that, and uh, let's go on to the next topic. Yep, there's more. Um, uh, of course, the other thing visual art related thing that is is big in the news and that I've been talking about left and right is Dali um, being OpenAI's image generator and uh, it's 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 hard to understand what that thing does I mean you give it words you give it a prompt you say um, photo of a hedgehog riding a bicycle 
in the forest. And it'll spit out a bunch of images that are usually very good. But how does it get to that? How does it make that? Is it taking, I don't know, bits of images that is seen before and putting them together in a collage and then smoothing them out and stuff? Um, because that's not how it works. But it's easy to think that that's how it works. And it's, uh, it's a good... Um, I found a good video that explains... Um, what these things do, Amidali is, is one out of, I don't know, there'll probably be at least five big ones in a in a, in a half a year. Um, and 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 Vox made a video actually before Dali was released, and they they go into interesting uh, depths about how these things work without making it hard to understand. They do a really good job explaining what these things do. And then for a bonus treat uh, in the show notes of, of that video that I'm going to link, there's also another video linked about uh, how it, uh, what it means for artists. And that's a very good discussion as well. So um, check that one out. And uh, while we're talking about Dali, I want to point you to a little Twitter account that <laughs> I found really funny. Uh, Twitter.com slash Pizza Dali. Pizza Dali, which is a, 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 Twitter account, a Twitter account showcasing Dali by generating pizza-related pictures. And I like it. <laughs> and the prompts that go with it. So uh, here's a few examples. A black and white photo of a grotesque pizza monster at the July 4th ball in 1921. Uh, an astronaut in the middle of the desert at sunset eating a delicious cheese pizza. A photo of a pizza in quantum superposition. That one I found interesting. And a Raphael painting of a Madonna and child eating pizza. So lots of pizza-related stuff on Twitter, on the Twitter account Pizza Dali. Check it out. And that was it for this episode of Tips from the Top Floor. Um, again, you can leave your feedback at tfttf.com slash hi. That's tfttf.com slash hi. Of course, I'd be more than happy if you could support the show on Patreon. Um, starts at $1 per episode. And um, yeah, <laughs> it is really appreciated. Oh, we got some feedback. Let me read the feedback that came in through tfttf.com slash hi. Hampus writes, hi, Chris. Hope everything is well with you and good luck with the road trip. All is well with me, but sadly, I've not been able to keep up with TFTTF lately. So no feedback on the actual episodes here. But I noticed that episode 906 and 909 are up on YouTube, but not 907, 908, and 910. Will they all be there or are they not coming in that format? Can you hear that? That's someone mowing the lawn outside. That is very helpful. Okay, windows closed. <laughs> it's summer. It's hot. Um, uh, Hampus, thank you so much for the feedback. 907, 908, and 910 have been on YouTube. You just couldn't see them because their visibility was still set to private uh, my mistake um, I'm still getting back back getting back in the swing of regularly posting 
Uh, and when I, when I, you know, this is how it works. When I pre-release something, scheduling it on YouTube is a is a manual process, and I I simply forgot. So they are now online, invisible, all of them. And um, by the way, I I appreciate your feedback because I never really know if anybody actually appreciates the episodes being on YouTube. It was only. Uh, meant as a secondary outlet uh, for people who can't get to the podcast at, at work and so on. So uh, I guess I'll keep doing it and I'll try to be a bit more diligent with the YouTube releases. Um, second piece of feedback on spe- specifically on episode 910. I'm looking forward to this recording. I just listened to 908 today. Thank you. I have missed you and your better half, Bill. Uh, Bill, I really appreciate your feedback. Speaking, and speaking of my better half, Monica, yeah, I'll try to get her back on the show one of these days. And then last but not least, uh, feedback by David. Absolutely wonderful to hear TFTTF again. Your refreshing look at photography is greatly appreciated here in Victoria, Australia. You were looking for feedback on rebranding. I have a very simple suggestion. Uh, to me, TFTTF has always been The show about all things interesting in photography. The keyword is interesting. To me, TFTTF does keep in touch with the mainstream, but it looks uh, the mainstream off, but looks at the more interesting and curious byways, but never so far down the rabbit hole. You can't return and not relate it to the mainstream. If you listen to your own recording, you will find that you do use the word interesting quite frequently. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> and then he continues, the Romanian trip sounds fantastic. I'll be following your adventures closely. And if the workshop goes ahead, maybe looking to join you next year if it is running. All the very best, David. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I do love to use that word, I guess. Um, this probably has a lot to do with my personality structure. I get bored easily. And honestly, uh, I'm a... I'm a bit over the megapixel race and the frames per second race and the uh, eke out even more sharpness race and the uh, ISO 100 million race. So yeah, that's uh, that's how I keep myself busy. TFTTF, the show about all things interesting in photography. I like that. It has quite a ring. That that goes high on the list. And any other suggestions for a uh, little uh, tagline rebranding? Um, TFTTF.com slash hi is the place to drop that. And regarding the Eastern European trip, you will find a link to a YouTube playlist in the show notes um, where I where I document the scouting trip. So that's a great place to follow along. I've also added some more detail on the current state of planning on discoverthetopfloor.com. Uh, that's where my workshops used to live and uh, coming back. So... Um, that includes an, a way to get your name on the official list because I've started a list now. So if you're interested or if you if you think you want to join, um, th- some more details are there, not fully fleshed out, but um, probably helpful. So uh, that's where you want to look, discoverthetopfloor.com. All right, and that brings us to the end of the episode thanks for listening um, again contact at tfttf.com slash hi you can write you can record you can send things there you can attach a voicemail uh, tips from the top floor is on twitter at tfttf photo the show is at tfttf.com and 
again, support the show on Patreon. That is that is most most appreciated. Yeah. Make sure to go out and take loads of photos. Be extra nice to each other. And as always, happy shooting. Yeah.